Traffic Jam is on now. Hey, welcome to Traffic Jam. I'm your guest host, Kenny Williams, and I'm here. Our guest, we have uh, from Comedy Central Presents Showtime at the Apollo with 15 million views. <laughs> White Boys in the Hood is my friend, DC Benny. How you doing, brother? Hey, man, good to see you, man. Good to see you. It's been a minute, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, got a, you got a studio in the background. Got, uh, man, stuff has changed. <laughs> stuff has changed. I had to... I had to, and you know, for us, we've been doing it a long time and we never, this is like a place that we never really saw is like evolving and adjusting to the, to the situation or what have you, man. You got to do it, man. You got to do it. You got to roll with the punches and learn all the, you know, all the stuff that the young cats are doing and, and yeah, yeah, learn all this stuff, man. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I made a tweet today. I'm very proud of myself, but I've made a tweet, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know we've been knowing each other for years, and but it's going to be something. What I what I, what I love about this interview is going to be a lot of things that I'm going to learn about DC Benny. Ben, Benny, is Ben short for Benjamin Benedict Bedensky? What is? <laughs> yeah, it's it's Benjamin. It's I'm a Benjamin. And uh, I used to, you know, my name is Ben Wartofsky. And then, you know, I've told this a million times, but, you know, DC Benny came from, because when I, when I came to New York, uh, I didn't know anybody. And I came to the Uptown first, you know, that was my first spot that I was trying to do comedy. Tony Woods had told me about it. And I went up there. And at the time, I was just Ben, because nobody could say my last name. So I went on like, you know, like the song, like the rat, you know, Ben, you know, I had a like sting or some shit. And I wasn't even, you know, just who's this like open mic guy with one name, like a supermodel. And because uh, <laughs> I kept trying to tell people like Uncle Jimmy Mack would host there. And I'd be like, you know, he's what's your name? And I'd be like, Ben Wartowski. He'd be like, what? And I'd be like, ben Wartowski. And so then I guess he had just named Brooklyn Mike, Brooklyn Mike. He could never say my last name. He's like, you're Benny, you're from D.C., you're D.C. Benny, and that was that. And that's where that came from. So. Wow. And I never, and he, you know, I never changed. It just stuck, man. You're watching The Traffic Jam. Uncle Jimmy Mack, the late for everyone, man. Uh, Uncle Jimmy Mack uh, was as good friends with him. He was um, rest in peace with uh, Tracy Morgan, the, the situation. But he named a lot of Brooklyn Mike. And uh, Capone, he named Capone, the gangster account comedy, Capone. And oh, I didn't know I, that. Yeah, he named, uh. he, he, it was because I knew Jimmy Mack before I knew Tracy. So me and him had this uh, connection. So I, he would tell me, I'm like, how do you just come up? He said, that's what I, you know, you know, that's crazy, man. That is crazy. I didn't know the Capone thing. Yeah, man, Jimmy Mack would name everybody. It's kind of like if you got your name, you kind of made your bones a little bit. You know, you were, it was like, he's not going to take the time to name you if you weren't funny or, you know, making, you know, making some moves or, you know, worth taking the time to name. So I, I took it like a compliment, you know, and it made life a lot easier. I'll tell you. <laughs> 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 so, so, so I want to. I mean, you got an extensive 
body of work, but one is a couple of things that pop up. And so I'm glad I can ask these questions. When you did the Super Bowl Budweiser uh, commercial, you really did how you doing that. I mean, that whole commercial, how you doing was way before Wendy Williams. What what did that do to your career? That well, you know, I have uh, on my YouTube channel, I tell the story of that commercial, right, of those commercials. Uh, but what it, it was so funny because what, what had happened was the, the Budweiser, the what's up commercials had come out and those were huge, <laughs> right? Boom. So Sopranos was hot at the time. Sopranos was a brand new show. So they, they, they did a, um, uh, Budweiser wanted to do like a Sopranos type, like these mobsters in Jersey sitting at a bar waiting to whack somebody, but instead of what's up, how you doing, how you doing, how you doing? So, you know, I, I went to the audition and because it's New York, it's all just like real mobsters mixed up in there. There's a trash truck double parked in front. Everybody got a sweatsuit. You know, hey, good, hey, what are you doing? My bones on your face, good, good. You know, it's like that, that whole, <laughs> and, <there laughs> and all you had to say was how you doing? That's all you had to say. Uh, and uh, that, that, commercial you know I, I remember waiting audition there was a guy in the corner you know who's not not an actor and he's trying he's practicing like how you how you how you doing nah, nah. and he's talking to himself like how you doing how you doing and i'm just watching this guy like wow but they really brought everybody in for this thing and that it, i i was brought into audition with that guy and the, the director was a little southern dude and he's like all right i want y'all uh i want y'all say yeah uh, how you doing? That's all you got to say. Uh, and he's like, Anthony, to the guy. He goes, Anthony, I want you to say how you The guy's like, hey, uh, and he punches the wall and leaves. He, he, he totally <laughs> forgot the line. He couldn't do it. He's like, and the guy's like, well, what happened? I don't know. So I said, how you doing? Made me say it like 30 different times. And then uh, uh, I booked a commercial and I'm sorry if this is a long answer, but <laughs> it, it came out and I lived in Brooklyn in an Italian neighborhood. So that that was like, people would come up to me and I, I mean, I was like infamous in my neighborhood because and, and people come with a lot of critiques. Like it's not, you're not saying how you doing right. It could gotta come from here. It's gotta come from here, how you doing? How you doing? And it's the information, how you doing? You know? And a, a, a song came out, there was a how you doing song on KTU. And the whole thing about the song was that, um, the, the guys in the how you doing commercials weren't uh, doing him right. You know, it's that, you know, and it ended up being like seven commercials. It was like a whole bunch of them, but they played uh, one or two, what? a whole lot, but mm -hmm. it ended up, and it, it was a nice, it was like, I got a little, uh, you know, I got a nice, yeah, got, got a nice check out of it. And it was a nice run. And, and um, it's just funny how that stuff goes to people's heads. Like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I would be getting scripts in the mail from another comedian who had never talked to me before, like <laughs> like for a how you doing show that he had written, like that he wants to be the head writer on. I'm like, bro, it's a commercial. You know what I mean? <laughs> you sent me a pilot for, for some shit. You know what I mean? Uh, but it was great, man. It was a great gig, and it was it was like uh, you know we it ran like Super Bowl. I think they did an Oscars one, an Oscars one, uh, and um, it was it was cool to be. And I remember, I remember this one little funny note about it. It's like, it got to be where I couldn't, I didn't want to leave my apartment at the time because there were so many people on my block who were like, how you doing? How you doing? Not saying it right, doing this, blah, blah, blah. 
And I remember uh, I went to a shrink for the first time. It was like all this stuff was going in my head. Hey, don't, don't. I went to a shrink for the first time. My wife's like, just go, you know, just. And I remember sitting down in this lady's office. She takes off her glasses and she looks at me. And she goes, so how are you doing? <laughs> it, was, it was so funny to me. You're watching The Traffic Jam. From Judging from your last name, you're not Italian. What is, what is your background? Uh, man, uh, Polish and, and uh, I'm a real mutt, uh, you know, uh, I mean, I'm a real mutt, half Jewish, like, uh, half cat. I mean, it's just, I, if you look at my family, like nobody looks the same. Uh, everybody looks moderately Puerto Rican, you know, in my family, you know. Did that, did that, did that work? So did that work? for you or work against you as far as like having this, this look? You know, I can't say, I can't say it really helped me. I can't say that it really, you know, because in the industry, in the comedy industry, uh, uh, it, uh, they like to know exactly what to do with you. So they yeah. like they like it spelled out for them because a lot of these people, unfortunately, who are in these uh, positions, um, uh, decision makers and trigger pullers and all that are not are not that creative. They don't know what to do. They like to everybody's worried about losing their job. So they want to take something that's worked before and plug something else into it. You know, so, for instance, uh you know, I, I remember uh, I got very close to Saturday Night Live, you know, to do these characters. I got very close. I remember sitting down with Lorne Michaels and he gave me this whole speech about it. He's like, I don't want another I don't want a John Leguizamo like kind of street guy or whatever. And I'm like, dude, have you, do you see what I do? I'm I'm I'm, I'm the furthest. I'm six four. First of all, <laughs> I'm like this tall. Like, <laughs> you know, we look. Not, I don't. You know, I don't talk like this, shun. You know, I mean, <laughs> I don't shy to my mouth, shun. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, people would always try and plug me into something. They'd be like Jimmy Smiths or John Leguizamo or 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 whatever. And I didn't. That wasn't really who I was. So it was. It, it's it's it has never been easy. It's never been easy, but you oh, know, the, the other part of it is I always felt like I fit in New York. Like, you know, I just being a mutt, you just kind of blend in. You just see other mutts around you. And it's like, you're, you know, you're like in the mutt capital, you know? So that yes. was a, that was a blessing and I wouldn't change anything. It's just, you know, you got to spell shit out for people. You got to really spell it out. And if you don't, you know, then it's, uh, you got to hustle harder. Uh, I've, I've found so. Um, yeah, so I, I can't say it really helped <laughs> anything at all. <laughs> You're watching the Traffic Jam. You're from D.C. You come to New York and you one of the things you got like these great dialects and if like from the Jamaicans and Italians. Did you get that coming from New York? Because I know D.C. Is, is, is diverse, but it's nothing like you said. With the mutt capital of the world. Did you get it yeah. from New York? Yeah, I got, I, no, I got a lot in DC because growing up, you know, my dad was from Brooklyn and mm -hmm. he had this thick Brooklyn accent growing up and it would just bug people out. Like they'd hear it, you know, bring me the coffee over there. 
and and you know nobody uh nobody had you know there wasn't you know people had that like baltimore accent like you know that's nice Sean. you're gonna lay that down that newspaper you know uh <laughs> it was uh so i don't know i just really gravitated towards characters and dialects and stuff like that already and then you know coming to new york there were there were i mean i had a pocket full of them already you know i mean i had i'd been around jamaicans i've been around you know latinos and stuff like that you know um but then you like you know boom you come to new york and i'm living in the bronx and i'm like you know i'm hearing dominicans and i'm like wow that that's like music man <laughs> that uh I'm, hearing that, I'm like i got you know my it, it's exciting you know you get that uh it, it 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 definitely added. It definitely added because it, it was like I was running out of stuff in in DC. You know, you you've pretty much hit the the sort of ethnic quota there of characters because a lot of my characters are ethnic. So it was kind of I like covered everybody, and then I came I came to New York, and man, it was like it was like uh, being reborn. You know, you got it's like you got a whole new tray of toys to play with. That's what okay. it felt like. You're watching The Traffic Jam. Well, let me ask you this question. Were, during this time, was there ever a point where you was like, I want to quit comedy? <laughs> <laughs> Probably every other day. You know, <laughs> you, you know it's like, I, I think, uh, I think, you know, talking to you about this is, it's, it's a very frustrating business, man. It's very frustrating. It's not, it really, and I've said this before, uh, uh, I don't know how much it has to do with your funniness. There's a, you know, that it does, that plays a part in it. And as a new comedian, when I came in, I'm like, you just got to be funny and you got to rip the room and then you're undeniable. And to an extent that can be true, you can make yourself undeniable, but there's just, you know, the business is something else. Uh, and, and, and the, the amount of rejection that you're going to be taking, um, anybody who's been in it a long time has been, you know, it's like, you're going to get rejected again and again and again and again, and you have to be real strong and it's hard, man. It's hard to, it's inexplicably hard to, to, to explain to somebody who hasn't been through that. Like, I remember I had a buddy that was working in finance and he got laid off after X amount of years with this company and he couldn't handle it because he had had headhunters calling him to give him jobs. Job. As soon as he got laid off, nobody wanted to touch him. I'm like, bro, mm -hmm. that happened to me in, in uh, 2001. <laughs> you know, when I, you gotta, you, you gotta man up with this. I mean, you gotta, it's, this is, you know, I had to talk this guy off the ledge, but I, it was interesting to see somebody who hadn't, experience that much rejection, you know, uh, you realize as a comedian, how much, uh, you know, you get close to something, you get close to something, you, you call clubs to get bookings, you email, you know, you, you know, there's TV shows, there's this, there's that. And, you know, if you're not in a certain pocket of people, it's, it's very, very hard to get the work. It's not based on, look, look at this, look at, look at how, you know, how you killed uh, in front of these people or, or whatever, or how you, how you can rip a room. It's, it's got to do with so much other stuff. So I don't want to complain about it or, 
or whatever, but uh, it, it takes a toll. It really does take a toll and, and uh, it, it, it has and it did and it does. So I, you know, I just try to, you know, push through and, and, and the thing, the, the other part of it is you love to do it so much. I just love being up there making people laugh, man. Yeah. That's it. You know, the rest yeah. of the stuff is incidental, you know, yeah. being on this show or doing whatever, but just, just to be up there making people laugh and, and, and it's such a, it's such a gift to, 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 to us as well, you know, that to hear that, you know, and to have people, you know, you, you can change a life like that, you know, yeah. doing that, you know, not to uh, look, we're not mother Teresa and this and that, but uh, I, I, it's just such a, it's a beautiful thing, man. I love, I, I will love stand up uh, forever. And uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to wake up every day and be like, yeah, you know, you're going to do this. You're going to keep pushing with, you know, being hit by rejection after rejection, after rejection, having to pay bills, you got to yeah. pay bills and, and yeah. your show gets canceled and, you know, you know, the deposit doesn't come through or this happens or that happens. And, and you get down, you know, to the last five people for this TV show and then it doesn't happen. And I mean, I can't tell you how many times. Yeah, that's that's happened to me, and I'm sure it's happened to you as well, and 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 our all our colleagues, you know. And it's like you got to have the the key. I think is not to. It's hard not to let it ruin you and and, and become like a, a you know an angry better person, and then it 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 kind of trickles into your act, you know. Yeah, and I've seen that happen to to people where it's just like you don't want to. I don't know if I want to watch that person perform anymore because this. <laughs> Damn, man, they throw a stink into the room, you know, with with what's going on. And and uh, you it's hard to be like, just stay, stay positive and stay funny. You know, sometimes you take a little bit. You got to step back a little bit, take a little break. And sometimes it's, you got to find a little alternate stream of income or whatever, just to balance stuff out, yeah. you know. But um, yeah, man, there's plenty of times where uh, I, I, I thought about tapping out, you know, <laughs> sure. You're watching The Traffic Jam. Hello everyone, my name is Natalie Chopin. I'm originally from France and Cameroon. I'm actually a personal trainer and group trainer and functional trainer specialized in post and pre-pregnancy transformation, wellness, weight last. You can actually find me on Instagram, Natalie underscore WBFF Pro. Stay tuned. All right, exercise here is gonna be biceps. I'm gonna show you a simple biceps curl and biceps hammer. So the first biceps hammer, Keep your hands straight, you want to always bend them a little bit, just completely let them down. Keep them close to your body, that way you don't have that movement. We stay here, go slow. One. Your core is always tight, the back is straight. Four, and you don't want to move your body while you're doing it. Fine, I'm gonna go to the lateral view. Six. Seven. Here. 
This is the Traffic Jam.